Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Eat, Sleep, Suplex, Retweet. Hello everyone, you're back listening to the latest edition of Saturday Draft Live. As myself, it's your three-time winner. It is Jack Graham. Hope you're all having a lovely week. It's the weekend. Go out, enjoy yourself, have a drink, have a wee boogie, get get on down to it. That's that's what it's all about. But you're listening here on this fine Saturday. Uh, you'll be on Spotify, iTunes, Anchor, wherever you get your podcasts, you know, we'll be there. You're listening to it the now, so you just know where we are. You said we have our Twitter, Suplex Retweet. We've got our Facebook page, our community page. The YouTube page, our website, eatsleepsleepsleepsretweet.com, full back catalogue there. You'll find shows such as Central, our feature shows, East Meets West. Our latest feature show actually was Quiz Showdown, the, the Great British Quiz Off. I think, that, I think that's what it was called. Yep, the Great British Quiz Off, based on um, wrestling themed in the UK. Yeah, history of wrestling, history of the UK, of like the different pay-per-views and whatnot. Yeah, it's, it's, it seems like it was a good laugh, so we'll check that out. And as you as you know, I'm joined by Mr. David Talkney. Dave, how are you mm-hmm. doing? Yes, sir, I can boogie. I've made it uh, two nights in a row of drinking now because I was out for a work night last night, and I'm not hungover because always make sure you drink plenty of water and take some paracetamol first thing in the morning, along with a big hearty breakfast of bacon, eggs, sausage, baked beans, two slices of fried bread. Mm. Hits you right on the money. Well, there you go. You had it here first. Yeah, yeah. That's you, 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 you come. You come for draft analysis, but you stay for how not to have a hangover. That's exactly. Hey, work hard. Work hard. Play harder. This is how I roll, especially when I'm not under any pressure to finish top of the table this time around. Well, exactly. Let's let's, let's talk about that, Dave. Obviously, we spoke about it last week when I wasn't on the show. I couldn't. I couldn't make it. Unfortunately, that uh, you're you're not in the draft this season. So you're going to have that outside perspective and given the analysis and stuff and what you've seen over the past couple of weeks. How do you feel the table shaping? How do you think it's how do you think it's all going? You've seen some surprises so far. I'll tell you what. After the first couple of weeks, we're starting to see a, a leadership uh, a leaderboard starting to form. Not a lot of gaps between points so far, so I think this could be a quite a competitive season. You know, you've been off to a bit of a sprinter, but then again, it is a marathon, not a sprint. Absolutely. Well, let's 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 kick off with what we what we usually do: our top three of the week. And it's it's no surprise that a, a captain of my team, Dave, is in the top mm. three as it was as it was last season with he who shall not be named, uh, <laughs> Bobby Lashley, though. As my captain, my first round pick, he yep. successfully defended the title against AJ Styles and appeared a couple of times after that as well. 11 points, that's twice. He's he's picked up a fairly good total, 11 points actually each week. So that's 22 points overall, sitting third position in the top 10 after a couple of weeks, I think. Uh, considering I was last to pick and he slipped so far down, it mm. seems like it's a great pick. Yeah, big Bobby's been running wild on Raw, especially with the... US title defences and with the captaincy applied you know we've seen in the past having the captaincy on with a mid-card champion that defends regularly it's only going to mean big points and Lashley seems to be on this run now where I think he's sort of starting to follow the sort of John Cena-esque route a little bit you know trying to defend as often as he can still yet to see a sort of major program he could possibly defend again at Clash at the Castle but yet to find him an opponent but you know this is a great start for for Bobby Lashley and you know what you capitalised on not, not just one, but two mid-card champions as well. And that's, I mean, the proof is in the pudding. You know, you're you're scoring big from these uh, these mid-card champions. And yeah, Lashley's been doing you a, a world of good here. 
Let's let's talk about a uh, a newcomer that's back in the draft. A newcomer that's back in the Dakota Kai. Mm-hmm. Twelve points again this week. Twelve points last week. Joint first on the leaderboard. Obviously part of Ryan Gallagher's team. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ryan Ryan picked Dakota Kai second. His captain. Yep. It seems like what a blinder. That, that's that's a blinder. one that's went under everyone's noses. Yeah, Dakota Kai is sitting at the top of the table in terms of uh, newcomer points at the minute, 24 points. I'm honestly surprised that she and the rest of uh, Control didn't go with him the first round because I just, like, if it was me selecting, I would have gone straight for her. Like, because, or even just picked her and EO as a team because whenever you have Bailey in a big sort of program, Anybody associated with her is probably going to get big points, and it's a much-needed injection of adrenaline in the women's division. But Dakota Kai, I think, is ahead of EO at the minute because I think she also picked up a, a singles victory on Raw. Mm-hmm. But the, the captaincy applied for Ryan's sake. You know, I think that was a very, very smart move. Uh, and, you know, it's the same case with Bobby. You know, the, the captaincy is making all the difference. But having her, having her, you know, compete in singles action as well as tag team action, that's just going to just benefit him even more. And I really hope, you know, she and EO are booked strongly as, you know, probably toxic attraction are on NXT. Well, I think we would have, we, we, we've seen as well, obviously, because Ryan Leish picked the quarter, uh, Eo Sky apologies, mm-hmm. uh, a couple of times, a couple of uh, selections after Ryan Gallagher went, and I think that he spurred on who he was going to take there. You see Eo Sky's fourth in the table as well on 20 points. So, like, it's such, such dark horses, I think, to get in the draft this season. And I yeah. think when we look at the table later on, I think we'll 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 definitely see how that's affecting Ryan, both Ryan's place and the in the draft, and potentially how it can help them. Maybe near yeah. the end of the season too. And both of them have got a big match at Clash at the Castle against Bianca, Alexa, and Asuka as well. So mm-hmm. that's pay per view points for a captaincy. We know how big uh, that can change the the dynamic of the scoring. Absolutely, but we'll go to our number one of the week. Also joined first mm-hmm. Dakota Kai got fourteen points. Appeared on Raw and SmackDown, which is a—I uh, mm. wouldn't say it's, it's, it's not us. It's not been a rarity in recent times. We've not seen it as much with Triple H at the helm. But Drew McIntyre, fourteen points. I think it's an interesting one. This is—it's very interesting. I think we're going to see Drew obviously as part of Stevens uh, Ross's team, mm-hmm. and I don't. Th- he, he mentioned in the draft. That he thinks he said that we all think that uh, Drew is going to beat Roman. I, I'm not sure if I. I would. It's hard to judge what's actually going to happen here with Drew. Also, he's mm-hmm. clashed the castle. It's back home. Also, and the same with Sheamus is now facing Gunther. It's like that is going to be a slugfest. It's an interesting. One. I don't think Drew's winning. But like, what you just you just never know. I I don't what? think Drew's. Drew's not Drew's not winning this match for me against Roman. No, I I understand where you're coming from. It's 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 fine to have a little bit of reservation, especially you know Roman's been literally like running so rampant for the last two years. The the, the pessimism is there, but deep down, you want it to happen. You just need that little extra push to get him there, but. There was also reports that Drew was dealing with a back injury as well, but he faced and won against Kevin Owens on Raw, and that just contributed to his points this week. So they may just be holding him back a little bit until Clash at the Castle, and then they'll just sort of go from there. Uh, But 
it's that's not to say you know he can't carry on with feuds afterwards because it looks like he may up facing Cross at some point as well. Uh, so I think the, the the question is if you're in that position, right? Say mm. you had Drew. Drew was your yes. captain. We're at Clash the Castle week. Raw's about to start. Do you change your captaincy? No. Like, man of the tool brain says yes, my heart is saying no. Like, because sometimes you just can't predict these sorts of things. And that's that's the kind of WWE booking I like, is the fact that it doesn't matter how often you analyse it, you have sometimes you just got to go with your gut feeling. And my gut feeling says that I think Drew's going to win it. So I, if, I, if I was in that position, I'd leave the captaincy on him. I appreciate it's a bit of a gamble. I appreciate there's some pessimism about it. But deep down, I physically could not bring myself to change the captaincy just because of a, a seed of doubt. I mean, I think I think it would, it would be great, obviously, that when he when he won the title, it was in a walk-down area and he had mm. the company is back and whatnot. But I think right. there's... There's Can you imagine if he wins the undisputed WWE Universal title in front of an audience of seventy to 80,000 people? Like, that kind of like what he was supposed to do two years ago, two and a half years ago. Yeah. I think it's just that. Honestly, uh, if you check out the back catalogue, I got to have a, a, an interview with Drew McIntyre. And we got to... Jammy bastard. We got to, we got, we got to speak about it. And he, he certainly believes himself that it, it, can, it can happen. <sighs> I obviously I was I was I was backing up backing up the air homeboy, but it's just I think there's greater things at play. I don't I don't know. I generally I don't know. I'm very mm. I, I, as we're talking about head and heart. It's, yeah. I don't know. I think we need to see maybe how the next couple of weeks plays out. It's a it's, it's certainly interesting, but mm-hmm. we'll we'll move on. We'll, maybe it's a, it's a conversation for a lot of time. That was a good that was a good wee tidbit there, Dave. I enjoyed. Yeah, that. I, yeah, yeah, definitely. You know, we'll we'll ponder about it over the next week or so, and some of us are going to clash in the castle in a couple of weeks as well. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Aye. Uh, I'll be me and Ryan when you do that show. Oh, uh, the score way down. Uh, don't know. Maybe. No, you and you and Stephen. Oh, there's a few. Me and Stephen will be going. Yeah, and a few uh, few others are going as well. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll go on to the, the, the table uh, as, as it stands so far. In 10th position, we've got Gary Kernan and Team Visceron, 22 points. Not quite the start he was looking for. Mm. Returning and Andy Mitchell in 9th position with Vincent Mann's financial advisor <laughs> on, on, on 25 points. Uh, Stephen, who was kind of up near the top last season, he's in 7th now. Joint 7th, actually. He's in 28 points in the Wilson's Wankers. Our listeners league guy, Dan Axel, uh, is joined with him, Balls of Jericho. I think, I still think Dan is one to watch for. Oh, for sure, yeah. Maybe just That's, had a bit of a quiet week with his team. Yeah, uh, certainly. Uh, sorry, Ryan, but Dan, Dan, I think Dan's probably maybe drafted the best in his listeners' league time right now. Mm-hmm. Like, just off I got instinct, I'm not sure, but we'll see how it plays out. Uh, Scott, Scott's in sixth position, the ding-dong cowboy shit with 30 points. Uh, Grant, the returning Grant on what the, with what the Fanaki in fifth position, 32 points. Ryan Gallagher, he's back this season, fourth position. North Men, South Men, Comrades, all in 37 points. Ryan Leash, a very good spot for him, third position, but Ryan's Redeemers in 38 points. Mm-hmm. Uh, the full body Bordeaux of <laughs> Ross McLeod's team in second position, 41 points. And uh, myself, first position, the three time Kings of Draft in 46 points. Is it going to be four times? We'll wait and see. We'll wait and see. But it's looking mm-hmm. good. It's looking good so far. Uh, 
Mm-hmm. But that's, that's the table so far. What's your, what's your thoughts, Dave? Uh, I see, yeah, I see three stories coming out of this leaderboard so far. We have Ryan's Redeemers, Ryan Dalgleish, you know, the work experience boy, former listeners league competitor. He was usually in the bottom half of the table, but now he, it looks like he's starting to redeem himself. You know, he's sitting comfortably in the top three at the minute. He might actually walk away with a, a surprise win somewhere down the line. Ross, very much the nearly man, always tends to be second place when it comes to these drafts and always misses out on winning numerous times. Like, because I've said before, I think this is going to be Ross's season, this is going to be Ross's season, but not, not to be, unfortunately. And then there's obviously you trying to make it uh, t- not just uh, two wins in a row, but four times overall and the first to win drafting from last place, which would be pretty damn impressive. And you would establish yourself as probably the best drafter in this podcast history. Uh, it's it's, uh, it's exciting times. The only thing I would need to do after this is win the tag season. And I've done everything I can. That's true, yeah. You've yet to win a tag season. Also, my, my, my three victories have been solos. Potentially, mm-hmm. a fourth. It will come up. We'll, we'll, I don't want to count my trackings just yet, but we'll we'll see how it comes later on. Um, mm-hmm. But I, there's, there's a lot of a lot of potential going on here, Dave. It's uh, mm-hmm. it's interesting. But the Western League back this week, obviously, yeah, took a week off yeah. without the 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 way that the draft stream worked out and availability mm-hmm. and whatnot. But they're here. They're scoring points. We've got a, a, a top five here. We've got different picks and whatnot. So, Dave, yes. take it away. Tell us what's been happening last Thursday this week. Well, I'll tell you what. Some of these team names are fucking savage. That's all I'll say. Uh, just to just sort of run through. like Some I probably can't say on air just because they're that rude. <laughs> but uh, we have uh, Anthony Fitzpatrick, a Listener's League veteran. Uh, his team name, Coked Up Tony, loves a tourney. Uh, we have Ross Henderson with Stone Cold Mr. Blobby. Uh, Michael Clottier, Sheila's Wheelers. Uh, and Anthony Reynolds' progress, fourth and conquer. That's probably one of my favourites thus far. Uh, but we'll go into the top five of this week's Listeners League. So we have Mike Nunn and the Sports Entertainers on 25 points. Well, I'll tell you what, I'm not wanting Nunn here because, you know, that's uh, not good enough to reach the top of the Listeners League and qualify for the main league. So you're going to have to step up to the plate, Mike Nunn. Then we have a returning Listeners League veteran, Colin Blackburn, Colin Blackburn with the five-star Froggy Splash High Flyers. <laughs> Try saying that five times uh, on 29 points. Then we have Johnny Adam on last-minute picks, uh, joint second on 30 points with Ross Brady, another former Listeners League veteran with Tommaso Sauce on 30 points as well. But sitting at the top of the table this week is Stuart with 32 points and his team name is savepussywithconrad.com. <laughs> Uh, now, just to, let's just get a look at uh, Stuart's team here. So he has Drew McIntyre, Dakota Kai, Jade Cargill, Karen Cross, the acclaimed, and Bron Breaker. Honestly, on team, I think that's quite impressive, particularly when you've got the two highest scoring uh, competitors so far with Drew and Dakota. His captain is on Drew McIntyre, so it looks like he's putting all his eggs in the Clash in the Castle basket as well. The undefeated Jade Cargill, the returning Karen Cross, and obviously Bron Breaker still running rampant on NXT. The acclaimed, though, I mean, I don't know much about them on AEW, but I've been hearing quite a few good things. And as far as I'm aware, I think he and only one other person, no, sorry, five other people actually, have chosen the acclaimed as their tag team. So possibly a chance for them to win the, are they in the trios tournament? The acclaimed? No, they they just lost a tag team title match last night. Oh, of course they did, yeah. Uh, On Rampage, yeah. Against uh, Swerve in Our Glory. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. 
probably a missed opportunity there for the uh, the tag team selection. But a lot of people choosing the acclaimed there, so can't really can't really argue with that. The most selected tag team uh, tied with Swerving Our Glory, funnily enough, and FTR. But yeah, that's uh, our listeners' lead for this week. So uh, I'll say I'll say I'll say our winner's name. Safe Pussy with Conrad dot com is, is doing, <laughs> is doing pretty know. well. I quite like tomato sauce. Big Stuart. Tomato sauce is good. What other, mm. uh, what other teams have got? Mad Dogs, Marauders. Progress Force and Conquer. Uh, second stage. JP. Basil's a tough bank. Christ. For fuck's sake. <laughs> JP, you are savage. Uh, Tom Brock as well. Second stage bigger than Shugs. Uh, Gary Morris I don't watch AEW picking all the you guys has done me no good <laughs> it's, it's, not, it's not doing him any good just now he's sitting quite close to the bottom of the table with 10 points brilliant man oh, there's some um, the losses the bunch is a good straight punch JP is like oh my god Taylor's a tough wank like what the fuck <laughs> but because because they've been such a creative bunch Ryan Ryan, Ryan kind of cobbled up an idea. I guess he's wanting to try and take his claim of proving his worth to the STL boys. And to be fair, he's doing a not bad job. He's, I know he has my friends. Maybe there's a bit of bias in it, but I think he's doing all right. I think he's mm-hmm. doing all right so far. He's actually came up with a really good idea for more engagement with the listeners league, Dave. And I'll, t- I'll, t- I'll talk you through it and I'll explain to the listeners as well what we're going to be doing this season. We'll see how it goes. Probably do it in, in future season as well. Mm. Us, the, the STL hosts, each week when it's our turn, to review and analyse the, the Listeners League, we are going to present our Listeners League team to beat. And what that means is, the way the, well, the way Listeners League work is, once the main selection has taken place, the first round, second round, third round, all get split into pots, and the Listeners League players will select from each pot, obviously in accordance to the rules, still your tag team, your 3-2 split on gender and whatnot. That's, we are going to be doing that this season. I won't be, we won't be scoring points, not entering the National Listeners League, but we are going to find out how well we would perform in the Listeners League table with the selections at play. And and we can truly see how well the Listeners League are actually drafting. Watch your, it's quite an interesting thought process, Stephen. I think it's quite, quite fun. Mm-hmm. And obviously me not competing this season, you know, I think I've got free reign to have a go at this. Aye, so that's, that's, that's why you're here first. That's what we're here doing it, so... Dave, you know you know the rules. It's mm-hmm. uh, you've got to pick a tag team. You've got to yep. have your three twos, but uh, I guess we'll do cabins as well. Why not? Yeah. I guess. Yeah, why not? So, in pot one, Dave, Roman Reigns, yes. John Moxley, Usos, Drew McIntyre, Liv Morgan, Austin Theory, Bailey, Bianca Belair, Miz, and Bobby Lashley. Who are you picking? I will choose Bobby Lashley. Interesting. What's your thought process? Well, it's like what we discussed earlier. A mid-card champion who's going to regularly defend it on TV and on pay-per-view is a surefire way to score easy points. I was tempted to choose Drew, but then again, you know, he might not be competing as much, and Bobby was scoring just as highly compared to Drew. So, But I'm leaning more towards Bobby on this one. Excellent. I think that's absolutely sound reason. I'm going to make a note of it. So, Mm -hmm. Dave's team... LL team to beat the LL Bobby Lashley. So that's mm-hmm. your round one pick. Pot yes. two, FTR, 
Claudio Casagnoli, Wardlow, Shayna Baszler, Tommaso Ciampa, Io Sky, Young Bucks, Seth Rollins, Dakota Kai, and Gunta. Give me Io Sky. Io Sky, interesting. So you're picking Io Sky over Dakota Kai. How come? Oh, cause that was a coin toss, to be honest. I, I just wanted to get somebody from control in my uh, in my team. So that's, just, that's the thinking behind it. You're just you're wanting that to happen. Yeah. Which one? I just want one person from uh, from control. I would have chosen either of them, but you know, if they're going to be competing regularly as a tag team, I don't think it really matters. All things considered. Interesting. Your 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 round your pot three then. Adam Cole, Swerving our glory, Jade Cargo, uh, Judgment Day of Balor and Damien Priest, Thunder Rosa, Banks and Naomi, Adam Page, Creed's the Montez Ford and Mandy Rose. Yeah, this was a no-brainer. Uh, Swerving our glory. Get my tag team in. It's a successful defence uh, last 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 night. Uh, mm-hmm. Obviously, you need a tag team at some point. Where it gets picked at any round now. Uh, I think as as we're getting further down, you're quite happy that they are your they're your tag team. Yep, for sure. Excellent. So, pot four: Alexa Bliss, Roxanne Perez, Nikita Lyons, uh, Scarlett, the D'Angelo family, Karrion Cross, Zoe Stark, Rhea Ripley, Anna J, and uh, Car and Chance. Ooh, interesting. Obviously, you can't pick the D'Angelo family or Car and Chance now. Yeah, yeah, that's true, because I've got my tag team. Uh, give me... This is a tricky one. Give me Nikita Lyons. Interesting. Okay, what's your thoughts behind it? Bit of a gamble, I must admit, but she has been getting a lot of exposure on NXT lately uh, after some time off, and I think she's still undefeated as far as I'm concerned. A potential challenger for Mandy Rose. You know, Zoe Stark sort of just fell short of that. Uh, and I think she's back on the injured shelf a little bit as well. So I think Nikita, that paves the way for Nikita to probably have a go at the throning Mandy. Mm, there we go, there we go. Pot five, Kevin Owens, Tommy Storm, Ricochet, Pac, AJ Styles, Cora Jade, Jungle Boy, Carmelo Hayes, The Acclaimed and Asuka. Mm. Again, that's another tough one. Um, also, you can't take The Acclaimed. No, no, of course, yeah. Uh, screw it. Jungle Boy. <laughs> so, uh, you're going to have a ma- match all out, it seems, against mm-hmm. uh, Christian Cage. Are you confident they'll continue have a good good, good, good show oh, yeah, after yeah. that? He's been getting a lot of exposure. Uh, you know, it's like more of a blood feud than a title feud. But, you know, Jungle Boy, one of the pillars of AEW, he's very popular with the fans. I reckon you'll get a good feud out of Christian, for sure. So yeah, that's my sort of thinking on that one. And your your last pot, Ronda Rousey, Malachi Black, Stokely Hathaway, Bron Breaker, Christian Cage, Sami Zayn, Matt Riddle, Wheeler Utah, Dan Housen and Edge. Who are we going this, for? This was a no-brainer as well. Bron Breaker. Yeah, I'm really annoyed that I kind of forgot about him. Uh, I'm very surprised he came so far <laughs> down. So I think we've probably seen a lot of teams that he is the man to go mm-hmm. for in pot five. Yeah, very very safe choice makes complete I don't even know that. I don't even ask you why it's just it's the, it's the obvious choice to make out of everyone there I think mm-hmm. so who would your captain be so your team of Boyle Ashley Eo Sky Swearing Our Glory Nikita Lions Jungle Boy and Braun Breaker uh, probably on Bobby I'd say nice there we go so that's your that's your listeners lead team to beat Dave mm-hmm. happy with it yeah very happy with it this is the uh, let's call it the 
Oh, what should we call it actually? Because it's the the West End Country Club is currently under renovation. So um, <laughs> let's call it the oh bugger! I should have thought this through. <laughs> um, let's call it. Uh, oh, I've got it. Let's call it um, the Big Bobby Club. <laughs> the Big Bobby Club. Jesus, right? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well. We'll end that. We'll end our show there. I think we we'll review the teams at the end of the season. So I believe it's Ryan and Scott next week that's on. So whoever's doing the listeners' league will give their listeners' league team a beat, and so on and so on. And when it gets to the final episode, we'll check how everyone's gone and see if we would if we would fare well in the listeners' league. I think it'll be add some element to the discussion of listeners' league. Dave instead of me, so monotonous. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah, that's that's the show, Dave. Thanks for being on. Yeah, of course. You know, for the, for the first time, I actually enjoyed doing the uh, Listener's League selection process for a change, you know, just to say <laughs> it, it gives the Listener's League something to work towards, you know, it motivates them to try and improve their overall performance. And against a two-time winner like myself, you know, I'm setting the bar pretty high for them. So I just hope they step up. No, they're wankers anyway. Who cares? Right. <laughs> I've been Jack. He's been Dave. Yep. I'll see you next time. Goodbye. See you next time. There now follows an enthusiastic advertisement for Quiz Showdown. Hello guys, welcome to Quiz Showdown. I'm Daniel Campbell and in this show you're going to see the members of the Eat Sleep Suplex Retweet team go through a very strange quiz. We don't know what the heck's going on with it, but you're going to have to watch to find out. Go check out on the YouTube channel now. That was an enthusiastic advert for Quiz Showdown.